Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling. Myself Supreet, and this is the AEW Dynamite review for November sixth, two thousand nineteen. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff, including reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and New Japan as well. So action kicked off with Park versus Trent of the Best Friends. Both men went for lockup exchanges where Trent got the better of it. Pack got frustrated, went to the outside and. went face to face with orange cassidy at one point pack was going for a springboard move but got caught by trent who hit a northern light suplex spin for a two count pack retreated to the outside trent followed which was a big mistake as pack lured him in pack sent trent several times into the barricade he then went inside the ring to hit a corkscrew tope on trent to the outside inside the ring Pack hit a missile drop kick and went for the pin, but only got a one count. At this point, Pack had full control of the match. A crucial point came when Trent was on the outside. Orange Cassidy came inside. On the other side, Chakiti had the referee distracted. Cassidy went face to face with Pack and went for several shadow kicks and was going for the shadow super kick, but ate a pump kick from Pack. Trent, furious by the actions of Pack, came in with a huge offense. Trent hit a half and half suplex. Pack went to the outside. This allowed Trent to hit a tope conilo. Back in the ring, Trent hit a running knee and a pin, but only got a two count. Trent hit the dude busters DDT and went for another pin, but Pack kicked out of two and a half. Pack retreated to the outside. Trent went straight after him, but Pack would hit a sudden brain buster on the floor. Inside the ring, Pack hit the black arrow. So referee was going for the count, but he stopped after the two count. The camera turned to the crowd while this was happening. The commentators played it out as Trent kicked out, which he didn't. I think Trent was supposed to have kicked out at Act Two, which which he may have forgot about. So Pack locked in the brutalizer submission to get a victory. I like this match. It had everything in it: the comedy factor from Cassidy and also the dominant part of Pack. Pack then cut a post-match promo on Hangman Page, saying that he had heard the comments that was directed towards him. and at full gear he's going to be making example out of him yet again next we had cody with his career changing ground breaking announcement he was in the ring with tony shivani cody talked about chris jericho and his inner circle and how they have matched up to the elite he then brought up some facts that guys like eddie graham bill watts dusty roads what was common in all these guys was that uh, they were not just great bell to bell but they were also part of management where they also used to get criticized for their decisions cody said that he too falls in that category and said that he is proud of the things that he has done so far in AEW and why AEW is so great in pro wrestling so due to the criticism he is getting or will be getting he announced that if he loses to jericho at full gear then he will never challenge for the AEW world title never again He then went on a full rant on Jericho, which I can't do any justice talking about it, man, because it was that great. You have to check out that particular promo. It was so, it was so great that got me fully invested in this match. Next, we had Dark Order versus Private Party. They called this a bronze medal match, where the winners will be added to the three-way match at full gear for the AEW World Tag Team Championship, featuring. the champions scu and the lucha bros scu were on commentary for this match 
Lucha Brothers 2 were on commentary from the Spanish team. So Stu Grayson and Mark Quinn started this match. Grayson went straight after Quinn after which he, he and Uno started working on him in the opposite corner. Quinn would fight back and made the tag to Cassidy where they did some double team offense on Grayson. Uno pulled out Grayson to regroup. The dark order got the control of the match when Grayson hit a big Uranagi on Cassidy after which they dominated most part of the match and every time private party tried to make big comebacks the dark order had all their moves countered which was the big story of this match. Final parts of the match saw the dark order going for the fatality but Quinn came in and tripped Grayson on the top rope. Uno came in to take out Quinn but he ate the silly string DDT from Cassidy. The private party then hit the Harikarana cutter combo on Grayson to get the victory. Private party have earned themselves a tag team championship match at Pool Gear. So next up, for me, this was the best thing on the entire show. They showed a promo package for Chris Jericho which was a parody of the promo package that was done for Cody a few weeks ago. Jericho did the exact imitation here. We see Jericho in a bathtub drinking the bubbly. We got the inner circle members singing the praises of their leader except for Jake Hager who just stood there with a big wide stare. We had Soul Train Jones famously known as Virgil who said he has known Jericho since he was 12 and he was very driven then just like he is now. He said I don't know what a goat is cause I am not a farmer but I can say that Chris Jericho is the greatest of all time. We had Jericho's aunt's friend from church saying that she knew he was going to be AEW world champion one day and said if I know Christopher he will beat the shit out of Cody at full gear. Jericho said that Cody may have a lot of meetings and stuff he has to do at full gear but he too has a lot of stuff to do like having a little bit of the bubbly and finding the best bubbly is a very hard thing to do. Jericho then started shedding crocodile tears and said but that's the responsibility he has to follow as he is the champion. Next we had a tag team match featuring Rio and Shayna against Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter. So this match was won by the team of Emi Sakura and Jamie Hayter. Sakura got a surprise roll up pin for the victory here. It was a good match. Uh, I can say that this was one of the best match best women's match in AEW so far and I think the AEW women's championship match between Sakura and Rio can prove to be great because of them having that teacher student relationship. A promo package for Brandy Rhodes was shown. She was seen drinking some wine sitting on a big red chair. She said that she has worked very hard to get but she still gets hate comments like uh, you get like you got here because of Cody. You are just another pretty face. She said that she knows night dreams and nightmares but there is nothing like a night terror. Her body referencing to Awesome Cobb. Uh, her body and my brain together we have all the power to rip through your dreams and make you run from your worst nightmare. I don't have any authority. I don't run a women's division. I never wanted to. She ended up uh, by saying you can't stop us. We can't be denied. So the main question is who are the bullies now? So this promo was targeted towards her haters. Um, this segment was done very well and looking forward to what Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong do next.
Next we had Brandon Cutler versus Sean Spears. This was a very quick match where Spears dominated most parts of the match. He got the win after hitting a running death valley driver. Post match Spears looked for a post match beatdown. He was looking for a death valley driver on a chair. Joey Janela came for the save. Obviously Janela and Spears have some problems some problems going on with each other recently and I believe we will see Janela versus Spears at full gear. Next we had a promo package for Omega versus Moxley where Omega was seen what else do you want did you wanted to chain wrestle with me Omega said that my best work never came because I was handed over something no my best work came because I had to sacrifice something Moxley had a few words of his own saying that he is at his best when he is at his worst and he wants an opponent that doesn't bring the best out of him but brings the worst out of him while Omega said uh, that he is glad that they are going to a dark place and can't wait to see him there. Next we had the main event Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Justin Roberts was hyping up in a very Bruce Buffer style. That's why he is one of the best if not the best ring announcers right now in wrestling. On to the match. Omega wanted to start the match with Jericho but Jericho denied and sent Guara instead. Omega made quick work of Guara. A tag was made to Page both men did some double team offense on Guara. Omega hit the Kutaro crusher while Page hit a running shooting star press and a pin but only got a two count. Guara somehow made the tag to Jericho but Page went straight after Jericho not allowing him to throw any offense. But Jericho did, in fact, he hit a big dropkick from the second rope. Jericho and Guevara worked on Page for a while until Page took out Jericho with a big clothesline. This allowed him to make the hot tag to Omega who came in with, with a couple of chops and strikes. He hit the rolling senton and a second rope moonsault combo which got a two count. At one point Guevara was outside. Omega was looking for the rise of the Terminator but, but Jericho didn't let that happen. Omega took out Jericho with a head scissors sending him to the outside as well. Omega was looking for the second attempt at the rise of the Terminator but Jake Hager took a cheap shot at Omega with the referee's back turned. Final parts of the match saw Omega was looking for the V trigger on Guara, but Guara moved away. Guara was charging towards the ropes but Omega launched him to the outside who was caught by Hager. Omega took out both Hager and Guara with the rise of the Terminator tope while Page took out Jericho and Guevara with a big moonsault. Inside the ring, Page was setting up for the buckshot lariat on Jericho. Pack comes in and low blowed Page. Referee didn't see this as she was distracted by Jericho. Jericho followed it up after hitting the Judas effect and getting the victory. Jericho, Hager and Guevara did a post-match beatdown on both Page and Omega until Cody came in for the save who took out Guevara with a signature uppercut while Jericho and Hager escaped. Jericho was posing on the entranceway where MJF came in and attacked both Hager and Jericho with a chair. MJF sent Jericho back inside the ring where Cody hit the crossroads on Jericho and he posed with the AEW title. Camera cut to John Moxley who was coming through the crowd with a barbed wire baseball bat. Moxley entered the ring and confronted Omega while Cody, MJF, Hager, Jericho all were brawling outside. Omega brought out a barbed wire broomstick and both men were squaring up each other until Santana and Otis came out who, who attacked 
Moxley and Omega. They were confronted by the young bucks who took them out with super kicks. Now they started brawling on the outside. On the entranceway, Santana and Otis were looking for a double powerbomb on Matt Jackson off the stage but was broken up by Omega who took out Santana with a V-trigger while Moxley took out Otis with a paradigm shift. Moxley and Omega continue their brawl which goes to the back while the other members of the elite are brawling with the inner circle. Nick Jackson did a big tope from the top of the set onto the mob. Both groups were separated until they go back to brawling with each other and that's how the show went off the air. I loved the ending of the show. They mentioned all the feuds, all the matches for full gear in that whole brawl. This was a great go home show heading for the pay per view. Really brought that excitement factor for full gear that was somewhere missing. So that was AEW Dynamite. Predictions for full gear on the Demon and Suprit podcast uh, that will be dropping this week. So what did you guys think about the show? Let me know in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling, Twitter at Slam Up W. Our podcasts and reviews are mainly audio based and if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. And if you are watching on YouTube, then make sure to like this video. The like goals for this video are 10 likes, so make sure you do that. Another reminder, make sure to check out the Demon and Suprit podcast, which will be dropping this week where we will be doing AEW full gear predictions and other stuff. Until then, have a good one guys.